Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi. I'm Wing. And today we asked for your questions. We asked about loads of stuff and you really, really came through. We talk about how to live without regrets or do we live with regrets, living a life with structure, whether which one of us is chaotic and messy, which you guys, you got no fucking clue. No clue. Not a Scooby. We talk about aliens about how we were abducted by aliens wings experience with demons we go in 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 oh god um it's a bit of an amalgamation of weird topics but i think it's really fun we talk about privilege as well it's an interesting episode and i hope you love it i hope you absolutely love it i've got a good feeling about this episode i've got a bit of a bizarre feeling that you've been sent this episode by a friend to listen to oh you should listen to Coach Not Saying and this is the episode that you've stumbled upon if so you're in for a real ride but you're going to get to know us pretty quickly I'd say enjoy okay I thought this was really interesting this person said if you had okay I already fucked it up (laughs) okay this person said if someone told you that you had 60 seconds left to live would you have any regrets so yeah i'm gonna shoot them in the fucking face someone told me that i had 60 seconds to live it's like what have you got planned but i think that's interesting do you have any regrets and like regrets as a whole blah 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 i mean i'd be flipping out first of all 60 seconds i don't even think i'd be thinking about regrets i would be flipping tables dancing getting my skates on i just need to quickly do some shit i think i'd be getting into position you know what i think i'd be making sure my corpse was looking quite good it's like all of a sudden i'm changing outfits like quickly let me get some lip gloss on now it's like let me just quickly curl my eyelashes (laughs) but it's kind of like please don't kill me i think i'd be trying to talk them out of it like why 60 seconds why me <laughs> it's kind of who gave you this information and let me record it and spread the word that <laughs> yes, they will be visited by you you need to go to jail right now <laughs> but i guess this wasn't really the question of what would you do to the man that tells you you've got 60 seconds and it's about what regrets you'd have would you have regrets well you had a near-death experience quite recently didn't you do you remember sorry that i'm bringing it back up no i don't remember at all when the fuck did i nearly die you were in a plane <gasps> yeah yeah oh my christ you literally said when you got out i will never lose this feeling of being grateful for my life that wore off pretty quick (laughs) i will never take my life for granted again basically i was in a plane and it was fucking crazy like it had been a weird flight and i remember about 15 minutes before we land landed i was like about 15 minutes before 
we got the announcement like we're gonna land i was like we're not gonna fucking land this plane like this is not gonna land it was so windy i was on my own terrifying hadn't seen my family in quite a long time like i was quite like desperate to get like to touch the ground and i just thought that we're not gonna fucking land this um and we were going down we were like waving all over the fucking place and <laughs> we were going down is not a good sign to land oh, we were oh. going down brackets to land the plane mm-hmm. but it was honestly we were going down we were nose diving it was horrific mm-hmm. and the back the it must have been that the back wheels of the plane touched the ground and then it was like ding dong ding 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 <laughs> and then the plane just went up again and the fucking woman through the speaker was like uh the pilot has aborted the landing we're gonna circle around <laughs> and i was like okay this is my death this is my death Fuck. now and i was just sitting there like everyone with like babies crying people were screaming i really did think it was your death remember the the on that day i had said to my boyfriend i've got a really bad feeling about Safi's flight <laughs> oh god that just sends shivers down my spine and I remember looking at our messages. I pulled our messages up and I thought, do I message her? Like, I had been thinking all day because I remember you were at the airport daydreaming about James Acaster. <laughs> and I was daydreaming. And sometimes I get in this mood where I can't stop thinking about someone. But I was, I remember saying like, you were like, what are you daydreaming about? And I was like, just like us buying coffee together. And you're like, wait, did you buy two coffees? Did you buy a coffee? One for you, one for fictional James Acaster. <laughs> And it's kind of like, I wouldn't put it past me in that state. Well, if you died that night, it would be like, God, I spent my last hours like wishing my life away, like wishing my life mm. for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. But I remember thinking like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring it up, obviously, because I don't want to tempt fate. Freak her. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't want to call it into the universe. <laughs> well, honestly, me and James Acaster nearly died, died that night. We were sitting there, both on our little plane seats. Um, were you holding and- hands? We were holding hands as we went down. <laughs> I really wasn't thinking about him. I, God, I'd be scared if you were. But I remember when we were in the sky kind of circling round to like land again. And honestly, it was like thunder in the sky, like lightning thunder, like raining. Like plane was like, not, like honestly, the plane was going. Also, when it was going up again, it was, going, it was like, we're going to die. Like this is, this is it. Um, and I did land blah 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 but i remember thinking when i was in the sky and i am dead reporting to you now as a ghost and i am this is coming to you from beyond the grave but i remember thinking like i as soon as i am on the ground i will never ever think any of the shit about myself like fuck my own fucking body dysmorphia fuck social anxiety fuck any insecurity fuck anything that i don't think i can do um that wore off after about two days <laughs> But I remember, I remember that saying, feeling. how long is this going to last? But it was nice. Yeah, I remember phoning you the next morning at about seven in the morning being like, yeah. well, I'll never be sad again. And then I'm thinking, well... I'll never be cheerful again. Honestly, I'll never be cheerful again. And that lasted about two days. And look what happened. But I remember when I got in the yeah. car, my mum was like, I had a fucking bad feeling about that. And so did you. Yeah, because your mum came and picked you up. Which, which she would she never do. To. She would never do that. <laughs> I kept she having this, this thought of you in a plane, like panicking and like looking out the window and things like that. Mm. I remember things kind of flapping around. That's the vibe. And very like, very jaggedy, like left and right kind of vibe. The man next to me was praying. Yeah. The man next to me, honest, James Acaster, was praying. Was yeah. praying. It's like the baby's crying, people screaming. Like, it, it was not good. It was really not good. And you applauded. And I never applaud because I fucking hate that. I think that's American shit. It's also I'm not American. American. It's, all, it's like... Um, it's really yeah, not. But yeah. I'm completely joking. No, no, I no, love I Americans. know. But... <laughs> yeah. But I never applaud because I'm never usually that person that's like, 
you did a good job. I'm usually quite mean, but I did applaud. It's like a white man in the thing. You're like, don't praise him. It's like, it's, yeah, he's done nothing. You got this job through nepotism. <laughs> His dad probably was a pilot before him. It's fine, guys. <laughs> but this time I did even. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll clap. I'm happy to be alive, whatever. Oh, well, I'll give them a clap. So happy they delivered you back to us safely. Yeah. So that was my near-death experience. What about you? Did you have any regrets? I know you said I'm not. I'm going to live without fear and stuff. Oh, this is what it was about. Yeah, but regrets. Do you think it pulled any regrets into practice? Just the regret of not living fully, I no, guess. No, I had no regrets. Yeah. I think I just was like, I love life. Like, I, I was like, I just w- don't want to die, die in a plane. <laughs> but I think that was more from the perspective of like, I don't want my mum to be getting that phone call of like a plane's gone down she's like driving and she's like fuck is no like which plane which plane like I didn't want any of that stuff god we're all getting that this wasn't what we came (laughs) here for but I remember looking I was looking through at flights and stuff because I remember there was a headline about a plane and I thought oh oh my god it's Sefi's it wasn't of Christ it's horrific it was it's just really horrendous but I think what I was nervous for it wasn't so much regrets it was more I want to protect my family from that unfortunate news that my plane has yeah. gone down my body's lost it in the gatwick airport terminal two yeah but yeah. um i don't know yeah Jeez. what about you do you think you would have regrets or do you think you'd be quite happy with the way that you've like chosen to live well i've been happy about the way that i've been chosen to live but there's still lots that i'm looking forward to i think which i would feel a mm. bit gutted that things kind of opportunities have been taken from me yeah just time but also i have this thing with getting older remember go on this is kind of my thing that I love to preach about people that like when they're like, oh, I don't feel, I don't feel 22. I feel like I'm still just like 17. 14. Yeah. That bugs me because I just think it just comes from a place of insecurity. One, that you've been taught that like women are only valuable in their youth. Mm. And two, I think the main thing is that obviously you associate with childhood because, or your childhood self, you identify with her or them because you have got this weird misconception about adulthood, quote unquote, which is a construct anyway, um, but that suddenly means that you know what you're doing. And I just think it's really a reflection of the fact that everyone is just pretending that they know what they're doing, but actually no one really knows what they're doing. But you can be confident or insecure or blah, blah, blah. But I just, it always makes me feel a bit sad for people when they're not, they don't identify with the own experience of the life that they've lived. It's like, what do you mean you don't identify with being 24? Because you've got 24 years behind you and isn't that so lucky? Yeah. Like, what a blessing to have all of that life and you've only got, hopefully, more experience coming. Is it, yeah, if you knew you were going to die in 60 seconds, I'm sure all of a sudden you would be like, fuck yeah, I do want to get to 25. I do want to be 26 one day. I do want to be 79 one day. Literally. I would hope you do. Yeah. We were having this conversation the other day and I think something you said w- which really resonated with me, you were saying that um, you're 25, say, 28, whatever age you want to call yourself, whoever, who, you're listening right now, you're the age you are now and you still play Sims, you still play Pokemon, you still like roller skating or whatever. You liked those when you were a kid. It doesn't mean that you still feel six. You don't still feel 12. You just like those things, but you th- you had this weird idea that you grow out of computer games and you yeah. grow out of certain behaviours, but you don't grow out of them. And let's hope you don't, because why on earth should you be 18 not playing Pokemon? Why on earth? Who gave you those rules? Yeah, I think the problem is when people associate ages with, like, behaviours. Yeah. It's like, no, why don't you just live freely, keep learning, keep growing, and see what sticks around? Like, there's, there's no pressure, and it's fine. Mm, it's all just fun. It's an amazing thing to get older. It's like, God, my 30s, like... I remember saying in an episode even, I'm sure I said this in an episode, it's like, if this is us now, mm. can you imagine, like, add 10 years onto it, it's like, fuck, oh 
my god i, I always wait. say i'm gonna peak in my 50s exactly and even that seems early exactly but i'm like yeah you should fucking see me in my 50s fuck yeah. i don't even want to oh it's like you better wait but yeah i even think that it's like yeah I've, see me when I'm 80. And I think people get trapped in kind of nostalgia. I think it's a mental health issue where people put on their rose-tinted glasses and they can only feel happy or feel anything when they go back to a time from their youth or even from their infancy. But I just think you're doing yourself a massive disservice because you've got so much ahead of you. And there are also so many amazing experiences that you've had in your not-so-distant past that you could also feel something. I'm sure you could muster up a little bit of feeling about them. Um, you don't have to kind of regress to access emotion. Like, don't be loyal to your eight-year-old self. Just be loyal to who you're going to be tomorrow. Yeah. If you make it, hopefully. And who you are right now. Yeah. I completely agree. God. She's like, I didn't ask. She's like, I just wanted a nice little, like, oh, I'd regret, like, not making a movie. It's like, I didn't ask. <laughs> I'm like, I nearly died on a plane. Honestly, fairy godmother, I didn't ask. We didn't ask for this. (laughs) Only a teardrop away. So I always want to talk about this topic at every opportunity. So let's Mm -hmm. go in. Somebody asked, do you believe in aliens? I knew it was that one from your phrasing. I I knew. I only want to talk about aliens, ghosts. Okay. Well, they didn't ask about ghosts, so you can't talk about ghosts. (laughs) You can't talk about ghosts? Because of your fear. I said... No, no, I said, <laughs> God, I said, you can't, I just said, you can't, I made a joke, I was like, you can't talk about ghosts, because the ghosts couldn't ask you about ghosts. No, wasn't the question. Well, I actually kind of do right. want to talk about ghosts now that they're, now that we, you brought them to the table. Um, we did make a Halloween episode years and years ago, but that is not available mm-hmm. anymore, where we went in and in on Wings experiences with ghosts and demons, um, and I wish you could all hear it, but you can't. So maybe you could just give a little like two sentence teaser of what happened to you. Um, I was I was deeply haunted. <laughs> like I literally, <laughs> and I love it. I was just so haunted, but um, well, I was so haunted. I think I said this in the episode where, like, in essays and stuff, I couldn't say like. If I was handwriting something, I couldn't be like, so when blah, blah, blah does that, this demonstrates how the mm. blah, blah, blah. With the word demonstrates, I would write demo straights and then I would go back and put the N in. Because, because you were I so... didn't want to write the word demon. More or less, I didn't want to write the word demons, plural. plural. Because I thought I was attracting them. I yeah. couldn't even write the word demonstrates. So she was haunted by demons, big time. I really was, though. And I remember, like, being up, always up at, like, 3am, like, kind of going through, like, messaging all my friends, like, is anyone up? Just to talk to somebody. Because it was, like, I need kind of a reminder that, like... Reality exists. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of, like, oh, fuck, like... God, I was really... I was so scared. I was so scared. So weird. I'm so jealous out of my fucking arsehole. I literally want to see a ghost so badly. I've got all of these things that is... I remember thinking, oh, well, that's... I remember you saying, oh, I'm so into, like, lucid dreaming. I've never been able to do it. And I thought, oh, great. Well, she's going to love me because I've been lucid dreaming for so long. It's like all of these things yeah. that you're really interested in. It's really annoying that I... That's I've had kind all the of experiences. But I think that's kind of why I love you so much. Also for all the other reasons. But you do have experience with the supernatural that I am obsessed with. <laughs> Is that all I am to you? You are as mad as me in a lot of ways. And I'm like stalking you like, please tell me more. <laughs> but have you ever had an experience with aliens? Everyone like tunes out. They're like, we thought you were smart. Well, 
I think my boyfriend is an alien. Oh, so do I. Yeah, I agree. Because I remember quizzing him on it and him getting quite shifted. Oh, he gets shifty ter- eyes. He, he, if he could hear me now, he would. He, I might get a text in a minute saying, don't speak about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut your fucking mortal mouth, bitch. I don't think he, he is an alien. I think he was probed by an alien. Like, they kidnapped same, him one same. night. They did, yeah. He was abducted. Probed him sure, and sent him back sure, down. For sure, sure. Yeah, I've for never sure. seen... <laughs> anything like it frankly fear like that yeah and he does have some marks on his body that he doesn't know where they've come from and stuff like mm. that and if he sees something in the sky honestly it's uh, that we'll be hearing about it for the for the rest of the night <laughs> he'll he'll literally run to the window like a kid on christmas he's like I'm, they're coming to take me like, there were so many times where i've been waiting in bed like tapping my foot waiting for him just like watching him stood at the window yeah so he, and he talks about like things that, i'm like how would you know that like there's little things that he's like there's like a jaw and it's got like a limb in it and it's like the long claws and stuff like that. I'm like, how would you know that? Unless you've been there. You 100% were abducted. I remember like, I think we were walking back somewhere and I, I was, he was sort of saying like, so this whole alien thing, like, what do you think that's from? And he was getting quite angry at me. Like, I told you, I don't <laughs> you want to talk about aliens. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Literally that. So yeah. I definitely believe they exist, though. Well, I do, just in the sense that I'm like, what, you think this is kind of... We're so minuscule. Yeah, it's like, put yourself in perspective. And I bet you kind of think that um, your job is the most important thing that we all have to think about on the planet as well. I bet you think the boss is your god. I bet you kind of think that your neighbour is the most important observer of your life. Like... Yeah, it's like you say you don't believe in God, but then look at you worshipping these scrappy-doos day in, day out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, take your problems and realise that they're minuscule. (laughs) <laughs> so easy today. Hope that helps. Also, drink more water. Aliens <laughs> <It> exist. <laughs> Wings dating an alien, and she gets haunted by guys. <laughs> it's like we thought you guys were like feminists, so like feminist clever people. What's going on? We are also completely mad. Yeah, I know. Um, but I just think, how can you not believe in aliens? In the sense that if you watch one of those videos where it's like this is how big the earth is and it's like a little pea and then it spreads out and out and out and out and out it's like really you think you're that special mate yeah no you're not but also like you look at the sky and you see all those stars that are all suns and they all have planets they all have solar systems you know i really never saw the stars until i was like well never like now so like now where i live with my boyfriend i can see the stars but growing up in london i never once looked out into the night sky and saw stars like i kind of like you I didn't know that that was like a thing. Stories like in books that you see all the stars in the sky. It's like oh god, people in the countryside mm, like, you see, can like see shooting the stars. Sky. It's like shit. Like I'm definitely getting cancer by the time I'm forty and dying for sure of like all the pollution. Like it's too <laughs> late for me. And would you have any regrets? <laughs> yeah. I remember literally. Don't you remember in Brighton even? Like I would literally pull you guys and be like, look, oh my god, the stars. That's like, so funny. That's crazy. I'm quite into um like constellations and stuff. I like, always have been quite into like there's Orion's Belt. Like there's, there's yeah. Masters. Well, you had the luxury of being able to see them. Yeah, exactly but they are just quite stunning like i do like in portugal when i look and like that's the craziest i've ever seen it because there's no like relative brightness or blah 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 it's just purely like you're in the dark and it's like mad and that's like shooting star sort of mayhem and i fucking love that kind of animal crossing vibes yeah it's like your blathers is kind of talking your ear off in the corner what's her name i'm celeste Celeste. So, do you want this DIY yeah. recipe of a fucking like, ornate Libra mug? It's like, yeah. It's like, I will take it. Celeste. <laughs> Sorry, my pockets are full. I can't. <laughs> right. So, what's your thing with aliens then? I don't really have. 
I don't have a thing. <laughs> I'm going to get a shifty like your boy. I, don't, I literally don't have any thoughts on aliens. What the hell? Why are you talking about aliens so much? Um, I don't really have a thing about them. I'm just absolutely fucking obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with anything. Well, yeah, but like, why are you obsessed? Because they're fucking cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I just, I was obsessed with, I had this weird DVD that was like, my dad had borrowed it off his friend and I like found it and it was called if you know this i will be so impressed because it's my god that's me it was called if you know this this is a sign that we've really blown up and gone viral because statistically the chances are zero i can't see it happening if you, if you yeah. are under the age of 50 and know this i'm shocked <laughs> it was called arthur c Clarke's mysterious world god <laughs> you will not know it and why would you know it? But there were loads of them. There was one that was on UFOs. There's one on like Bigfoot. One that was on like crystal skulls. Like they were crazy. Each one was like an hour long episode about like weird phenomenons, like ghosts and things like that. But um, the alien one was so crazy. And it would all be, it would be these people talking about like their experiences seeing UFOs. And like one of them was like, she, they landed on our house and they looked like sort of, they had like it was blue hair. And, yeah, literally. <laughs> It's like, was it by any chance December 25th? <laughs> Did he have a long beard? <laughs> was he p- putting presents on your chimney? But but yeah, I think I've just been obsessed with the idea of like um, other life, like visiting us and blah, blah, blah. Even though I think like, why on earth would they visit us? Like, why would that even happen? I just fucking live for it. I definitely think this is why we're good friends. Mm. Go on. <laughs> well, it was just one of our first like bonding... Um, like kind of tools we to get to know one another. bonded over yeah, spooky yeah. stuff because it's almost like i'm in like all you've got to do is tell me with a straight face and i'm fucking in like yeah. i believe you i don't have any problems believing unfalsifiable information oh my god not at all i believe it all the time i live by it all the time i think people should be a bit like when people are like i'm just skeptical it's like oh look at the things you believe in fucking capitalism mate you believe in a load of shite you literally believe in the patriarchy. You're here out there yeah, living yeah. by that. She needs to sort out her priorities. priorities. Yet you're so unwilling to believe in like um, a tiny little bit of ghosting. A bit of fun. The, the thought of your grandma visiting you after she's died. You don't want to believe that. Give me a break. You believe in maths? I don't, don't comprehend that, but I fucking believe you it. You believe in Pythagoras' theorem. But you don't want to believe that when your grandparents die, they're going to come and say, oh, my sweet angel, and they're going to tuck you in and give you a little kiss on your forehead. That's exactly. that's too pleasant for you, is it? You can't handle a bit of love in your life. That's a shame. Save it all for me. More for us. TikTok's been telling you this. Romanticise your fucking life. I just think what a bleak existence it is when you're like, mm, no proof there. Yeah, it's it's like, bleak. But, mm. Can we talk about that? Romanticising your life? Yeah, let's do it. And like main character stuff and like blah, blah, blah. I love it. Me too. Okay, well, I'm glad we spoke about that. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, So why do you love it? Go on. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it gives you quite an opportunity to indulge in the smallness of yourself. And, and, and kind of create. Life. Yeah, well, I'm ruled by mm. Venus. So I love all the romantic, beautiful things. Mm. And I just think that's... So I just think, okay, well, you could... Yeah, you could live in bleakness. Or you could live in bleakness, but put your rosy yeah. glasses on. And live in a rosy bleakness. It's like, yeah, we'll sometimes dip into the rosy bleakness then. That's yeah. fine. It's kind of... You could either just be sitting on a train. Or you could be sitting on a train pretending it's a music video. Okay okay i'll do that i'll put my hand along the on the window and let a little tear go down i can do that for you you don't want to know the music video repertoire i have in my mind stunning but this is also a thing like with us doing this is that like you listening will often message us and which is like god i mean we can't even tell you how much we love you like i think we do tell them quite a lot but it still doesn't sum up at all yeah it's such a thing of everyone being like oh you're so basically we just get loads of compliments all the time yeah. <laughs> um but people like give loads of compliments but we've said this before you you, you might think oh, okay i like seven women because they're funny or like i like seven women because they're smart or i like seven women because they're empowered but it's you don't you don't really like us at all this really isn't about us at all mm. it's about you see like two people on the internet or whatever and all the things that you might think, okay, I like Stephanie Wing because they're empowered. You only like that because that's a part of yourself and you are connecting with it because we're reflecting it back at you. All of the amazing qualities that we apparently yeah. possess through your yeah. um, perspective is only the way that you feel about yourself. Yeah, you just need to allow you. you to see yourself the way that you view people on the internet or other people that you admire or idolise, etc. But it's like, I find it sad when you see like a 14-year-old girl have like Ariana Grande as her profile picture and she's got this whole like fan account dedicated to Ariana Grande, which is stunning. That's really nice. But it's like you've dedicated all of this time and like thought to compliment someone. You could be doing that to yourself. And it's like, yeah, you only like Ariana Grande because she was like a bit sweet in interviews and you know, and you connected to her, you related to her. Yeah. And why is that? Because you're sweet too. Like, yeah. you, you're you only relating to people because you possess those same qualities or whatever you think that you see in them. You have that in yourself. And you see their strength and you think, yeah, I want that strength. But you don't know that you already have that strength. You already have it. And most likely the person that you're looking at thinking, oh, they seem so strong there. They seem so great. They sound so funny. Probably isn't thinking about themselves. They probably got other people they're it looking at. It might be the worst day of their life. Oh, we've had messages where I have been... This is the bit that's so crazy to me that there have been mm. days, obviously there are days in all of our lives where we just feel like absolute fucking shit. 
And there have been days where I've just been like, fuck, I just want to go to bed and I hate everything and I just literally want to lie down and fuck life. Like, I'm just done. done. I'm literally done. Get me back on that plane. I'll reverse this shit. <laughs> um, but I was, I'm just like, I want to go to bed. And we get a message that's like, you, how do you do this? Like, how are you guys so empowered? It's like, you're, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, you, if you knew... Or like people that send messages that trigger me and then I think, God, like if you knew, like if you knew, if you knew like, the power you hold in our lives. You're yeah. so sweet, but I'm triggered from it because of imposter syndrome and bullshit. Um but it's like, yeah, you're so confident. It's like, yeah, we are so confident, but we're also human. And it's like it people almost ign- you forget the humanity of things when you see things, not even through a screen, through our little headphones. We're even more fragmented yeah. to you. But it's also like, it's so frustrating to hear like people would be like, oh, I, I just like want to start my own podcast or blah, blah, blah. If, the, if you need, to, I have a feeling that you need to hear this right now. Someone sitting you down, please take yeah. a seat. And, and I'm going to say to you, this is your sign to get started on that thing that you want to do. And you're a bit scared and you keep putting it off because the timing's not right. Or you don't know how you're going to make it work or everyone's going to judge you. No, because in 60, I'm telling you, you've got 60 <laughs> seconds to live. <laughs> And there's nothing you can do about it. Let's get started. Okay, that was a joke. You don't have 60 seconds to live, but... Everyone's like looking around them now, like, how is this going to get me? Yeah, but you should get started on that thing because living authentically, it can't come soon enough. No. Living without fear, it cannot come soon enough. And just um, living, not wanting to brand yourself, not going, well, that makes sense if I do this bit and that makes sense if I just slot that little bit in there and then I'll, I'll give off this perception no 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 we're not doing that what do you actually want to do please do it please do it and it's hard what are the things that you would be thinking about if you'd be if you were reminded of your mortality yeah how would you get started where would you begin and also it might fail well as long as you learn something it never fails like this is the thing i was listening yeah. to a song actually it was a song i heard on tiktok because i did redownload t- redownload tiktok and it's going but i was listening um I was listening to this song and it, one of the lyrics was like, I um, I made f- um, fucking six albums. They all flopped, but I'm still here. And it's like, yeah, what a privilege yeah. to have make six albums and they all flop. What a privilege because you've actually learned so much from that. And that is actually quite desirable. Obviously, it's great to have n- album number one reach fucking number one. But it's also amazing to still be doing it and still be striving and learning. But also, I know 100% if your album number one hits number one, you're not feeling happy. You're no. feeling terrified None. as fuck that you're never going to be able to come back again. Yeah. Nothing you ever do will ever compare in your personal life and in the music that you go into after this. You're going to be a one-hit wonder. It was just a fluke. The imposter syndrome jumps out yeah. and you don't allow yourself to be happy. It's so true. It's it's just such a blessing to be able to try things. And even if it doesn't work, I mean, mm. th- what we're doing right now it could fucking flop like this could be flop number one we don't know it, we're trying and that's that's the blessing of it all but anything that you get enjoyment out of and anything that you feel in some way has served you as a person in that moment whether that lasts 10 minutes or 10 mm. years that was right for you then success. and that yeah that's a success that's that could never be a flop nothing can be a flop in you unless you allow it to be a flop i guess god we're on fire today fire you're on fire do you think we're on fire today? Yeah, I think we're on fire. You're, you're on fire. Um, you're, you're on fire. You're, you're, <laughs> it's like, we we're not really getting the rhythm of it right, so are they getting that it's a of Quirrell <laughs> fire. to Snape? You're on fire! That, yeah, that's it. And then Snape, <laughs> what happens there? 
He falls backwards. He falls back because Hermione does her little thing because she thinks, he's jinxing the broom, jinxing the broom. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> and he's like really, they're like, under, I haven't seen that one in years. I had it on the other day. Is that one where his hand goes all floppy? No, that's that's, that's Chamber of Secrets. That's Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, crap. Jinxing the broom. Anyway, let's go. I don't have an answer for this one, but I want to throw it to you because it's okay. so interesting. I'm ready to catch it. I'm I'm open. <laughs> You're open? I'm open, I'm open. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to do a little football. We don't know enough football jokes to keep lads. that going. I'll just say lads. That's football, right? Lads. lads. Boys. Oh, We're right. Lads. Like team. Oh, I'm I kind football. of get your head in the game vibes. Oh, I was like... Um, Coach said to fake right than break something, left. Something. Outside J. What is an outside J? No idea. Why am I feeling so wrong? I love that. My head's in the game. I think... But my heart's in the song. Sorry, I had to finish it. I love the sports songs in High School Musical. You I love like, that. hey, batter, batter, hey, hey. Which I kind of like for making pancakes. Hey, batter, batter, hey. Batter, hey, batter, But I'm not swing. into the kind of glorified rounders vibe with a hint of queer baiting. I love a hint of queer baiting. <laughs> I love Chad and Ryan hint of queer baiting. That's what I'm into. You're kind of picturing them with the peach. You're taking them to a kind of Spanish resort. Oh, you know I am. Well, it's kind of little 10-year-old me watching that scene did not know what was going on, but she was like, oh my God. Oh my God, something's you going on You did know here. what was going on, right? Or no? I did. I definitely don't think I saw Ryan as gay. Like, I saw like him. What? Yeah, I don't think I knew. I think I fancied Ryan for a bit just because he's like the nice guy. Because um, he was like, with Kelsey, obviously ridiculous. How bizarre. Um, but I don't think I had words for it. Like, obviously, we had like gay family friends, but I didn't... I didn't know that camp. You'd heard of gay people. You knew they existed somewhere. No, but, but you I didn't don't, think they'd be in your the movie. Yeah, but not within Disney. Not within the Disney universe. Like I knew gay people in my life. I didn't know gay people on TV because I'd like never seen that before, really. And he yeah. wasn't. And he was like with a girl. Yeah, but like. But that scene was the one where I was like, I know what's going on here. Right. Oof. You had Bit. a hint, and you liked it. You wanted to see more. Well, I loved Chad. Anyway, I was always more of a Chad girl than a troy girl but i assume you're a troyer because you're just gabriella in every way i'm gonna take that as an insult only because i know that you don't like gabriella but also no i do like gabriella but i know that you don't don't lie i just i just associate with sharpay yeah because you're a slytherin yeah but i associate you with gabriella but more just looks wise only because i was i was the main character only because exactly yeah and i was the evil bitch yeah which is fine that's okay we can go with that and that's why we're friends <laughs> that's fine for me but you can't say you're gabriella knowing we've had like t- i literally used gabriella as a reference for you last week to say you're not a gabriella you're a sharpay like to try and empower you sharpay. I know that's what you like to hear and then you try and flip it back on me but it doesn't work it's like me saying oh last week i spent a lot of time saying i don't like potato chips <laughs> And then today I'm like, you know what you remind me of? <laughs> potato chips. An <laughs> American like, potato chips. <laughs> yeah. You remind me of, I don't know, like a potato chip. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, no, it's more looks wise. You remind me of Gabriella. Oh, well, I'm all over it. It's mm. I'm, I'm getting paid more than everyone else. It's fine. I'm leaking my nudes mm. left, right and centre. Vanessa Ann Hudgens over here. Vanessa Ann Hudgens. With a hint of Selena. With a hint of Selena, yeah. Mm. as said by what's her name oh that's really rude of me to say what's her name marlin 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 from love, marlin island, from love island said that i look like selena gomez you know i messaged her the other day she didn't reply so she's gone off of us oh, really? a fun story marlin used to really quite like us 
Mm, but now fan. she doesn't. <laughs> I no. don't know what happened. So, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to message her and kind of spice things back up. But she wasn't... It was tumbleweeds. So that's fine. But she does think you look like Selena Gomez and you'll always have that under your belt. So... A compliment lasts forever. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, this that could be the answer because someone said... What has been the most pivotal moment of your life to date or that you can think I of? I knew it was going to be this. And it could be Marlon saying you look like Selena. I know what one you're going to say. Oh, go on. Um, you know, no, I know, I knew you were going to ask that question. You know the ones I like. I know, yeah, I know. And I know how you would set them up as well, which is really funny. <laughs> um, we finished each other's sandwiches. I would Love say, it. I know the most pivotal moment of my life immediately. Mm. Which really lowers the tone of the podcast. But if you didn't know, I was homeless when I was like 16, 17. So true. Which was pretty pivotal to me. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I'm so far from that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you didn't know, I left home when I was like, I don't know, like 16, 17. Mm. Which was crazy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It was crazy. Let's say it again. It was crazy. It wasn't easy. And now I'm... You know, I literally had nowhere to go, just like a bag of fucking um, kind of Topshop Joni jeans. Oh my God, I remember those. And a lot of tears. And just, you know, now here we are. Big pivotal moment. Big pivotal moment, yeah. I mean, that, to be honest. You asked. You did ask. And you shall receive. She's like, I didn't ask. I'm like, you did ask. (laughs) No, but I think, yeah, that is a pivotal moment. Big pivotal moment. Oh, and also... We got on assumption, well, we had a few people be like, you're posh, you're posh. I think Sefi's yeah. posh, but I'm not posh. <laughs> you know how I know Sefi's posh is because she, you're going to hate this, Sefi, is because her and her sister will be like, oh, did you speak to mummy about blah, blah, mummy. blah? Mummy. And daddy. Mummy and daddy, mummy yeah. and daddy? The mummy and daddy gets you. I know. I, yeah, well, I don't think I... And then she says, oh, did you speak to mummy about that? And they ride off in their horse and carriage. <laughs> Um, but also, I'm not posh because I was fucking living on the streets, bro. And I mean, I'm really not. No matter how much you try and gentrify North East London, it doesn't work for me. But I, yeah. I've really assimilated to like being as posh as possible to get as much as possible. To make your life as easy as possible, yeah. Absolutely. And I've, I've had privilege in different ways to get that. Mm, I think I'm quite a weird mix. Like my mum's side is very middle class. My dad's side really is not You grew up in a village, so you would always be more... Or, like, a small town. So you would always be more, like, in my mind, posh. It's posh to, like, come from no, a country No, not at all. Vibe. Not at all. I mean... I get that, but, like... I, I get it completely. Because you would think that, like, more urban is more is less posh, but not at all. Like, my, my village was very much not a middle class. But, well, it's, it's just completely mixed, like, every area. I think I'm just a, we- a weird combo of, the, of things, but... I'll take posh. I think I've very much got my mum's voice. being working class in a city is different to being working class in the countryside. Yeah, completely, completely. Because the concepts, the behaviours, the patterns, it's all different. But then also... Oh, well, we're both um, state school kids, if that clears up any... Oh, for sure. Any cues. Neither of us went to private school, and I would... No. ...die God, I mean, that. you can imagine who we'd be if we went to private school. It wouldn't be little old Sefi and Wing on a podcast. It would be, be Sefi and Wing territory, get out your passports, welcome to our nation. <laughs> Literally, it would be with <laughs> like both... kind of um, sign in here. ...in the cabinet <laughs> right now. Here's your uniform. <laughs> welcome to our world. Yeah, yeah no, We're still limited by our limited education. <laughs> you know what? When we got off the... Well, my boyfriend was saying to me the other day, he was like... Yeah. Because he always does these dodgy impressions of me. 
Mm. Um, and he said to me, when you get off the phone with Sefi, you sound like this. I sound like kind of <laughs> Princess Margaret. I kind of sound like That's so a real royalist. Yeah. I've, de- I've always had throughout my life, I've got a posh voice though, because I think at my school it stood out as well because my mum mm. um, has a very posh voice. So therefore me and my sister and my brother have a really posh, vo- have posh voices too. Um, and you say mummy. And we say it mummy. It's actually really sweet. Yeah, I say mummy. Um, yeah, but I don't know why. It's almost like we couldn't really grow out of it. Like I, I think I, because I'm the oldest, I set the tone of I'm never going to stop saying it. So then, but we have said to my brother, you have to stop now because of the patriarchy. You can't say oh. mummy yeah um but yeah i've always had i've had a posh voice which i don't really know what to well, do about i tried that, to, i think i've said this on the podcast before no no keep it well i tried my hardest to get a posh voice because i knew i had a real like in it um nang i said on the podcast before mm. like i had that that was my vocabulary it was not this beautiful <laughs> kind of um vocal fry that you're hearing yeah. now i really had to work out of my accent in order to not draw attention to myself which is a shame so is this is this your not is this your like natural speaking voice now or? i'm not putting on a voice now yeah consciously but if i was speaking to you versus like somebody out like another friend yeah. my voice would sound different but this is also my mirror ball moment yeah. where i just reflect back like if i was doing a podcast with one of my which i would never happen but if i was doing a podcast with somebody else like a different friend mm. my voice would sound probably more like theirs That's so interesting um, but also i think my my kind of northeast london accent comes out if i'm drunk or if i'm angry or maybe if i'm like a bit um you know what it came out in my driving test which i think says something about me you know how i know that yeah go on this is really weird but the guy was like to me we were driving we'd literally been driving for like well i'd been driving for like 90 seconds and he was like oh did you come from far today to take your test And i was like no no like kind of 10 minutes down the road or whatever and he was like but your voice like you're not from here like where are you from and I was like oh he was like you really sound like you're from Walthamstow which if you know London I'm from like Walthamstow way like that he knew immediately so my voice must come in and out but it's fine I'm all right it's okay hmm no I think that's I mean it's pretty normal to we're, we're fine with all perceptions around here well that's the thing I can't get in your brain and kind of figure things out for you to make sure that you know um kind of accurately who we are because it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter at all all that matters is you're enjoying this podcast now mm, i was the only thing i have to live for the only thing that matters it's to fine because also like i'm not i'm not um majorly like upset by the idea of people thinking i'm really posh because it's just it's kind of like um um yes and no it's, it's literally kind of yes and no it loads of ways privilege and loads of ways not it's just completely yes and no yeah well it's the nuance of it as well because it's like yeah well my mum was privately educated but I still grew up on free school meals so it's kind of like yeah we're nuanced here so funny also loads of people said um can we talk about this one that we said we were gonna talk about which is everyone thinks that Sefi's like really organized oh yeah 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 when she's actually like the most chaotic person you'll ever meet like, I think you are probably one of the most chaotic, like, dis- not even disorganised, but yeah, disorganised, chaotic people, people in life. I've ever, ever met. I'm manic. I'm I'm not organised. I think I've been super um, kind of misleading with my idea of spreadsheets that we've been talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> I am honestly the last person to know what's going on on a spreadsheet. I am 
chaos in a bucket. Well, put it this way. I've made about five spreadsheets for Sefi and Wing that she's never even opened once. Well, you said just now, like, I put that on our shared calendar and I was like, what calendar? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really, like, quite Virgo about things. But if you say you've been doing a spreadsheet, by contrast, it's it's just what we do with not even just women just with people you want to put them in boxes and we mm. do it without even realizing it's just so funny it is funny I, th- I think it's specifically funny because they said someone said and you put this one on the story i think that you i leave everything to the last minute <laughs> which is hilarious it's so and inaccurate has everything done it's like look i can't even tell you flip that flip it flip like that it is over. completely opposite it's almost like you must have got our names the wrong way around because wing is organized like you're like bullet journal times and i'm kind of like a mess <laughs> oh yeah i've been bullet journaling for like five years which does mean that i'm superior to everybody else <laughs> yeah um, i think you're it's fair to say that i've been doing a bullet journal for that long to be honest and i'm just oh, pure well, chaos like i yeah. literally i don't plan anything i'll get there late to everything you don't know where you're going. You haven't printed the right I, thing off. Oh, I leave myself time to get lost because I'm so dyspraxic that it kind of, if I go down one, I li- I know that I'm going to, wherever I'm going, I leave myself 15 minutes to get lost and I'll still be late because I'll just be in an area crying going, where am I? It's a laissez-faire way of living, which feeds into every avenue. It's not good. It's so I'm, funny. Mm. No, it is good. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, no, no, it's one of the it's things not, I love about you, like, you know, on a long list of many. Mm um okay i was gonna pin it back on you what what do you think is the most pivotal moment of your life (laughs) quite a big question i don't fucking know i was thinking about this it's a collection of of um i think the most pivotal this isn't nice as well it's deep and dark and horrid as well well that's the thing yeah they're never gonna be nice are they this person wanted us to cry i think this is the thing with pivotal moments they're never gonna be the moment that everyone said that I was the best person on earth like it was just the exactly, moment I committed yeah. to myself it's like yeah I fucking wish I reckon the most pivotal moment of my life was my parents splitting up which we got some questions about that by the way not your parents <laughs> splitting up it's like why did they break up they were so good together but <laughs> we got like some questions about like dealing with like divorce and just like tri- childhood stuff by the way we've, which we always say we're gonna we've been yeah, like tempting we're a broken fucking record we've definitely both been kind of um kind of tempting you for the idea with this idea of this like yeah. divorce episode we're dangling divorce in front of your face but you're just can't grab it we just can't bring ourselves to talk about it because it is quite heavy but also it's not because i think i mean both of us were the same age well there's just always something more fun to talk about and both of us were the same age we're both really young and it's kind of like yeah i don't particularly have a big hook on it now like it's fine but i think that was a a moment in my life where my life was either going to go one way or the other and it went one way and changed forever but not even in a bad way but just kind of well it was bad at the time but kind of it was actually if you don't know the story she was swinging off of like <laughs> banisters and stuff <laughs> swinging off of her bed frame going ah kind of like a sim on fire just like waving their hands around. I, went, I went mental i went completely it mad because i thought incantatum inflammare yeah yeah it was it you was what fire. is that girl doing me and my sister were like climbing up and down our loft beds just like screaming which is the most bizarre thing to be doing so funny um, it is kind of the most you thing I've ever heard. It's very, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the way that my family would react to anything is just... It's kind of, if I broke up with you tomorrow, you're, you're screaming, hanging off the bed. Mm, I'm going to have to, it's, I need to be on ice, I need to be ice skating, get my body moving as fast as my head is, sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of get you on stealth. Get me on stealth, at all points get me on stealth. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably the most pivotal moment, but I wish it was something really fucking nice and like 
the moment <clears throat> I fell in love with my life. <laughs> but no. I think that's a collection of like small moments over time. Exactly. That doesn't happen. That's not an overnight vibe and also it's like you fall in and out of love quite a lot like it's just like endless breakups Mm. and endless like kind of makeup vibes i think pivotal moments are always kind of around the corner as well like i've already had a few pivotal moments and i'll continue to have a few hopefully Mm. if i continue to live i don't plan on dying so if i die it wasn't me (laughs) no matter what they (laughs) tell you (laughs) um i think that's the thing it's like i've had pivotal moments this today i've had pivotal moments this week like this year many this year and in my life like there's so many it's every night go to bed and say goodbye to the self that you have today because tomorrow is a whole new bitch so stunning okay Mm -hmm. i've got one i've got a few go on should we do quick fire oh well i don't have any quick fire all right no go on okay well no no No, let's let's do slow fire let's do a slow burning fire let's go okay okay well someone said I don't know if this is quite... F- what about the one that says, how do you structure your days? At first, my lack of routine felt like freedom. Now it's prison. Which I just thought, Oof, mm. write me a poem, why don't you? Wow. Um, isn't that nice? Well, you're quite the queen of structure. <laughs> as, yeah, as, I am. Despite what they may think. Say. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of... Wake up early. Wing gets up at like 6am. Earlier, probably. Well, like, sometimes mental. I wake up earlier. Yeah, I just naturally wake up early but i also naturally go to bed really late i just get no sleep it's kind of margaret thatcher reincarnate um yeah i mean i like a fair bit of structure but only because i have the privilege to structure my life around things that i enjoy um because i like what i'm doing day to day and um i kind of like my environment right now and those sorts of things so Worst case scenario. So let's say worst. So I was thinking a lot as well, like especially at the beginning of the pandemic. Now I just don't give a fuck about anyone. <laughs> I've had to completely withdraw all care from society because it's just honestly not good for my mental health. Like, I'm just not watching the news. No. I'm just like not hearing about energy. anyone else's problems. It's all about me. No, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think I need a bit of that every now and then because I'm not naturally like that. Like I naturally take in a lot of other people's shit. Anyway. Blah 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 blah. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, especially, I was really thinking a lot, and it calls back to what I said earlier of like, thank God or whoever that is, but thank the universe, thank fuck that I'm not kind of quarantining, um, in kind of that situation that I had to leave. Like, thank God I'm not quarantining as a teenager when things like weren't ideal and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think in the worst environment possible without obviously my safety being compromised i would say i would structure my day around trying to find at least one pleasant thing that i know and i would maybe save it towards the end of the day one pleasant thing that i know i've got to look forward to and it could literally just be i'm gonna spend 20 minutes cooking a dinner that i really really like that i haven't had in a while Mm. and i'm gonna really get excited about it remember when oh so also a lot of you didn't know that we used to live together but when Sefi and i used to live together we would have like and i know like we still do it now it mm. would be like, oh, should we get like kind of oven pizza? It'd be like pizza night. It's like, oh, should yeah, we, but oh, burger like, new night. veggie burgers. It's like, oh, vegan burger night. It was. Well, like, realistically, it's just you're eating dinner, but it would be like, no, look, it's pasta night. Like it would be like, yeah. right, we're gonna. Well, we'd watch about a million. Ep- we'd probably watch about seven episodes of Game of Thrones. And we had like a tiny kind of patch of concrete outside of our house, and we acted like it was the fucking Bahamas, and we would go and sit on this tiny patch of concrete on the front garden, by the way, on the on the street. Well, basically. All the- 
Yeah. While everyone's walking past thinking, what on earth are they doing? And we would make like a real kind of, it was like real alfresco. Mm. God, it was great. I think if you can find one thing to look forward to throughout your day, you don't have to. So like I do a full structured situation just naturally though, where I wake up and I like do this and I do this. And it's like very, um, it's kind of Pinterest morning vibes, but it doesn't have to be that. That's not my advice. It's just the yeah. point that I'm at now. And that's not necessarily permanent. My advice would be find one thing, one little thing where you can use it to kind of be a bit nice to yourself. And it could just be making sure that you have something more than a bowl of cereal today. Yeah. I used to have a rule that I had to laugh every single day. Like, oh, that's it, a good one. Even though it's like, I, I'm i quite, a, I, I find a lot of things funny. <laughs> I find box. the I do find the humour in things that maybe aren't even that funny. Um, but I used that's to- That's why we're friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make jokes, you laugh. But it, it, I had to laugh every single day. And I had a YouTube like compilation thing that I would, if I hadn't, like if I couldn't think of a big belly laugh I'd had that day, of, like something that was hysterically funny, I would go to this like- um, playlist and watch mm-hmm. some until I was like hysterically laughing and I still do things like that if I'm um at all like feeling a bit stagnant or just like numb to life I will just watch something that is hilarious and will make me like really laugh and I think that's a great way to I know it's not structure it's not like you were not going to get anything done by that but trust me you'll just feel so much better no it is a bit of structure it's like what do you structure YouTube it's kind of videos. the one like kind of yeah the top of your to-do list every day is kind of like watch Ricky Gervais yeah. make a joke about trans people <laughs> but it's like yeah to, like you need to find one thing a day one little thing top of your to-do list is belly laugh I think that's really nice well, I think it's also I'm not the most structured person contrary to what you all think I can't believe it's honestly hilarious I, I, I can't emphasize enough how chaotic she that's is. why I think it's a healthy reminder that as much as you can all perceive us there is just so much that will not be conveyed or that I just you're all entitled just to make your own like crazy assessments because absolutely I yeah. really have no structure to most things and I like things to be pretty free in general and pretty spontaneous i would like to be invited out now and i'd probably well if i could go i'd go sort of thing i wouldn't really like on tuesday every tuesday you're going to do that that sort of gives me sort of yeah um nervous tummy vibes um yeah i'm not the most structured but i definitely think there are a few things that i really like to keep to like i just small things like i do my eyeliner every day just like I if, if I'm not really wearing my eyeliner because I don't really wear any other makeup other than just eyeliner and mascara and if I haven't got that on I'll feel a bit yeah you're not in character a bit funny just because it's like I've been doing that same look literally the same look since I was like 13 and it's, it's just part of my routine mm-hmm. to to feel like myself yeah. just tiny things like that or like if I now I mean yoga is a big part of my routine yeah. these days if I haven't done that I will feel unbalanced I like to watch something in the evening. I love to watch some fucking TV in the evening. Oh, yeah. We're doing a cool thing here as well in a a similar vein to Burger Night and stuff. We're doing quite nights. Like um, last um, weekend, like last Saturday, it was Lebanese night. And then we do like Italian night, French night, Spanish night, Japanese night. We've gone through all the nights. (laughs) (laughs) You do need that though. Mm. Well, I do Same. I think it's It's getting things to Yeah, give me a bit of pizzazz. Yeah, and especially if it's food. Oh, I'm oh, really yeah. excited. And also, like, have a drink. Like, smoke some weed, it's fine. So true. Um, I like this one. This person said, has a man ever put your pleasure above his own? Constantly. 
Let me just quickly grab my dog. Sorry. Classic man putting his ple- his pleasure above your own. I was just about to say that. Come on then. You little weasel head. Oh my god. Cute. Okay. Sorry, it's really knock knock knocking on the door. Um. Okay. Yeah. Has a man ever put pleasure? Above yeah, you? constantly. That's the norm, isn't it? Well, yeah, kind of every night of my life. I'm in a long-term relationship, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I kind of presume in everything we do, my pleasure is above his own. Um, no, we're, I mean, we're balanced. No, it's his pleasure is above yours. No, your pleasure is above his own. Has a man ever put your pleasure above his? Oh, you're saying no. I'm saying no. Oh, so you've got I'm the wrong no, end of the stick there. I'm yeah. completely joking. But I think it's like... Um, I demand that, but it is constantly met with, like, a jarred expression of, like, what? Yeah, I think it's always... um... Kind of with boys our age that have kind of been slamming their fingers into, like, a really dry vagina. Like, they they don't really understand. Calling that fingering. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Has a man ever put your pleasure above his own? Above his own? I think it's a mix because I... They're almost getting something out of it. Like, they're almost getting either equal or more out of most kind of casual sex situations or even just like um yeah a friendly sex situation so it's kind of they're getting more or equal i can't think of a situation where i've been like put my pleasure above my above your own yeah yeah so impressed like yeah you really really got nothing out of that and i got loads <laughs> out of that like or I like you just got kind such a minimal amount of answer. that out of that like that was so great for me like no never really <laughs> never i think it's rare it's only the fact that i've been in a relationship for a long time where it's just it's just completely different i think it's really really rare for like look at the way we're raised like mm. of course men wouldn't put your pleasure well they don't have theirs. to they don't have to they can get everything Obviously. they want well they think they are the problem is they think that they are yeah yeah literally the problem is they think it's equal they don't know that you're you're any like that it, what's happening right now is literally sexual assault <laughs> i wish i could go into detail about this but i can't really go on um but i was in a situation quite recently breach your privacy where um <laughs> breach my privacy and the privacy of others for our entertainment so you can really hear my dog but i think there was a guy that was quite shocked by even your own prioritization prioritization privatization of your own desire Mm -hmm. um i think it's sometimes quite shocking to a man that isn't accustomed to that and they don't know how to act almost like when you know what you want it can be quite intimidating i think which I love. I love being a bit intimidating, but but it's. I think it, it's sometimes met with a bit of shock of like, uh, oh. I think it makes them second guess every other sexual encounter yeah. they've ever had because they know if this is more likened to what they should have been doing, granted, like everyone likes different things, but if by paying attention to you mm-hmm. was something that he should have been doing more of, then it causes him to look back and think, shit, like, was everyone faking it with me? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or like, um, oh, I can't go into too much detail, but it's just sort of crazy. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> Thanks for that. That was really um, it's a good thing. Really I have a podcast. For all of us. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we leave it there? Yeah, let's leave it there. It's all crazy. Kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see you um, next week. 
Yeah, for sure. Unless you've all got 60 seconds to live. 60 seconds. Oh, God, wouldn't that, that be horrifying? horrifying? We all have 60 seconds. What I don't like is if someone... No, everyone's going to turn off the podcast. I was going to say, what happens if someone dies while listening to our podcast? What, and then we get sued? I guess we'll never know. But I wouldn't like to hear that. If I was listening to a podcast and they said, what happens if you died while listening to this? It's like, oh, now you've kind you've of... You've tempted the whole fate a little bit. Like, you've got, you're cursed. watching your clock. Exactly, you're watching yeah. your watch past. Oh, I don't like this because I think we're... I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want you to think that we're doing that to you. <laughs> cool. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week then, guys. And enjoy your week. I hope they enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.